BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Maryland. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code OLDLINE150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Maryland today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Maryland only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days from issuance. Please play responsibly. For help, visit mdgamblinghelp.org or call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM National Harbor. Promotional not available in Washington, D.C. Ho, ho, ho. Now I have a machine gun in sports betting. And that machine gun is my bookie. Whether you are new to online sports betting or a seasoned pro, my bookie strives to give you the absolute best online betting experience. And the good news is that my bookie is in a giving mood this holiday season. Sign up now. Make your deposit using the promo code ABSOLUTEDGEN and my bookie will match you halfway to give you a head start on building your bankroll. You put in 200 you get an extra $100 to play with. Treat yourself to some extra cash in your pocket this holiday season. Support degeneracy at the same time. It's not just winter season, it is winning season. So bet, win, and get paid with my bookie. Absolute sports betting degeneracy. Hey, everybody, Arch here, and it is Monday morning. Max, what's going on? Nothing much. Another week in the books, kind of, sort of. We've got three more games left, right? We've got two today, one tomorrow. Uh, it's, it's hard to keep up. It, you know, Wednesday football, Thursday football, football every day of the week. Why not? Why not? Uh, nothing else going on, right? Uh, no NBA just yet. No NHL. I don't know what's going on with the NHL, if it's going to happen. Uh, seems like it is. But until then, football every day, it seems. <laughs> Yeah, yes, indeed. And somebody else every day. Rich, every day. What's going on? Yeah, in two days, in two weeks, we might really almost have it on every day because they're moving to the Saturday schedule too, right? Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Happy <laughs> days. They're going to be off as Friday. We'll have to change our schedule around a little bit so our only day off will be Friday. Yeah, no shit. Sounds good to me. <laughs> no Sex Panther today. He's out, no Panther. He's out on assignment. We'll just leave it at that. So if, if if you're wandering through the free clinics of Indiana, you'll probably stumble across Sex Panther today. It's had so many STD scares since he started the show. So many. It's increased significantly yeah. since he started the show. Uh, I don't. I don't quite get it. Oh, it must be fame. It must be fame. The women of Indiana are just throwing <laughs> themselves at the Sex Panther. That's because he's running around in a Rich's money line hat. <laughs> Did we get the onesie yet for his grandkid? I mean, we, we really should. Oh, no, I have not just Moneyline Mafia. I didn't I didn't look. I, I probably should get a onesie up. I was I was seeing over uh, over at the site and the app that, that some people have been rocking the uh, the richest Moneyline uh, Mafia stuff and, and getting some women. So, well, there it is. That's, it. <laughs> that's the way to get women. I'm telling you, <laughs> you can you can do everything that rich can't. <laughs> that's just absolutely unequivocally untrue <laughs> i mean because you're a married man that's what he's right, saying right yes, if you're yes. not a married man he that 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 would be a different story but it, since you're married yes yes, yes that's exactly true 
I don't want to wake up like what was it, Lorena Bobbitt? Oh. <laughs> yeah. that, that's who it was, right? Yeah, she's the one that yeah, cut it off. Uh-huh. All right. Well, I'm gonna cut you guys off and I'm, we're gonna punt it over to Max. All right. How'd you yesterday go? Not great, honestly. Uh the uh, I did better with my liens. I hate leaving money on the table. I'd almost be better off not doing good with my liens, right? when I see the weeks where I I hit my bets and my liens suck, I'm actually happy because it means I haven't left any money on the table. Because I'm not Panther, right? I don't just like tout my wins when they're not wins. I'm looking to win money, right? So if if I have if my liens are doing well, I'm actually mad at that and and that was a day yesterday where where my bets did not pay off uh and my liens were much better so but the second half of my day bounced back with the liens <laughs> the first half of my day i was just looking i sent you the, the screenshot i'm like mm-hmm. man this sucks but by the second <laughs> half of the day i was like okay I'm, I'm, it's, it's it's normalized a bit um i did much better in the fantasy world than, than i did uh re- regular uh sports betting so i did make money in both my dfs tournaments um going to probably win my standard week again this week so uh fantasy stuff seems to be uh, paying off i've been listening to rich with the fantasy stuff and it's it's been helping me so if you guys don't listen to the fantasy show and you're not a fantasy football player i wasn't until i started uh, listening to rich and, and start making some money there speaking of which <laughs> oh boy i made a little bit of money in that yesterday too but Last week, and we talked about, I had, I centered my team around my stack of Derek Carr and Waller at tight end. You told us we weren't <laughs> supposed to talk about that anymore. Yes. And I'm not going to talk about that anymore, except, so I went to go look. So Derek Carr obviously had a good day. The Jets let the, the uh, Raiders win so they can keep that number one pick. But... I won a little bit of money, and I thought, well, you know, Derek Carlin Waller had a great day. Let me go look and see who the million-dollar winner had Mm -hmm. at his team. Mm -hmm. Starting quarterback, Derek Carr. (laughs) (laughs) Starting tight end, Waller. And at that point, I just turned off the computer. <laughs> you're a week. You're a week off. I had Waller. I, p- I picked up a uh, Waller for for uh, my my team. Of course, I balanced that out with a nice healthy dose of nothing from Jimmy Graham at tight end for Chicago. So mm. I I could have been in the million dollar talks as well if I didn't put Jimmy Graham in. And, oh, and Derek Henry. Derek Henry shit the bed for me too. Ooh, yesterday, yeah, so. he did. Yeah. yeah. So real yeah, quick, that- yeah. So Rich, go ahead. No, I was going to say, yeah, that shitting the bed. I had the in my own account the the over in the Colts and Houston game, and they scored forty four <laughs> in the first half. And I'm thinking, I just need a touchdown in the second half. That should be over about three minutes in. And uh, well, they only scored two points in the second half. <laughs> just a, yeah, you just you know, there's more holes in the wall to plaster. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Just real quick, ATS Max went one and three. Panther went one and three. Richie went two and one. ATS I went three and one. And Rich, you did hit that money line play. The Patriots just barely snuck out that money line win. A little bit snuck it in, yeah. yeah. Well, good teams find a way to win, and I guess bad teams find a way to lose forty-five nothing. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Max, you want to tell us how yesterday went? I do. Yeah, let's let's go through my rundown. We've kind of touched upon some of these uh, storylines, so um, I'll just extrapolate it a bit more. Uh, point number one of Max's touchdown, and guys, if you haven't listened to before, what I do is I run down six points, and then I will either go for one, go for two, and you know, some weeks I might just miss the extra point altogether. So this week, point number one, two clinch playoff spots. That is right. With wins yesterday, both the Saints and the Chiefs have clinched 
clinch playoff spots. Uh, both teams had to fight a bit for their wins yesterday, though. New Orleans beat Atlanta 21-16. KC beat the Broncos only by a hair more with a 22-16 win. Broncos came out with a very solid game plan in the first half before Mahomes just started doing crazy Mahomes things in the second half to pull away. For the Saints, uh, Taysom Hill <clears throat> actually resembled more of a quarterback this week. He tossed two touchdowns, three for 232 yards. Both teams still hoping to secure the top seed and the first round bye. And next week, uh, KC plays a Dolphins team that is dangerous but beatable. And the Saints play the possibly Jalen Hurts-led Eagles, which <laughs> leads me to point number two. Wentz not hurt, but Hurts in Philly. Because the Eagles have themselves a bit of a QB issue. They benched Carson Wentz yesterday to see what they have in Jalen Hurts. Hurts seemed to give the Eagles some kind of momentum. And for a little while there, for a little while there, I was getting my hopes up. I was totally expecting to get a chance to talk about the Packers losing today. But alas, no, the Packers pulled it away. Uh, Aaron Jones delivered that game ceiling 77-yard touchdown. <laughs> Nail in the coffin there. Uh, Hertz ended the game 5 for 12, 109 yards, tossing a TD and an interception. So not really stats that are jumping up and down to say this is your starting quarterback. And as such, no decision has been made on next week's starter for Philly. But you have to think there's no turning back now. I expect to see a full game of Hertz next week against that tough Saints defense. And for Carson Wentz, I mean, who the fuck knows? Point number three, never. And I mean never. Bury the hoodie. It was Panther last week, and it was me kind of, kind of this week, if you download and listen to this week's episode, because I don't think I actually ever said bury the hoodie. What I said is I think their playoff chances were going to be non-existent this week after the Chargers beat them, and uh, it seems uh, Bill's streak of dominating rookie quarterbacks continues. Justin Herbert got picked off twice as the Patriots blew out the Chargers 45 to nothing. Uh, Patriots special teams had two touchdowns their offense their offense was beyond vanilla would you call it vanilla light arch Ooh, i mean like, yeah. like sugar-free vanilla at this point it was it was plain jane out there cam, you know cam newton he split time with J- jared stidham and in stidham's two passes he threw for almost as many yards he threw for 61 as newton did for his nice 69 there's a lot of controversy going on over in boston about that yeah, I, I'm. I'm certain. I don't know if you've talked to our Boston correspondent in a while. I'm sure he's uh, he's got some uh, things to say as yeah, well. Yes, yes, I have. He drank the Kool Aid. Uh, he thinks Stidham's the real deal. I know. He thought Stidham was the real deal before yeah. before the season started. So we'll we'll see what happens. Uh, Patriots still not dead in the playoff hunt, though. Uh, despite the complete lack of a passing game, the Patriots won everywhere else on the field yesterday. Approved to six and six. It's not going to be an easy path forward. You know who they have next week, right? No, who do they have next week? They got the Rams next week. Uh-oh. And then the Dolphins and the Bills after that. Oof. And then to close the season with the Jets. So uh, other than the Jets, it's it's not going to be an easy path for them. Do I think they could win all four of those games? Absolutely. I think they could win all four of those games. Uh, but again, not an easy path. But until they're officially eliminated from the playoffs, I will not bury them just yet. Point number four, Mayfield for MVP. Not really, but I mean, come on. Uh, Baker, Baker possibly had his best game ever yesterday as the Browns beat the Titans and proved to 9-3 on the season. The win guarantees the Browns a winning season for the first time since 2007. 
that was Romeo Cornell's lone winning season over there in Cleveland. He was there for, I think, three or four seasons, and that was the only time that they had a winning season. Uh, Derek Anderson, I think, was the quarterback then. Jesus. Baker Mayfield, tad bit better than Derek Anderson, or so we hope. He threw for 334 yards, four touchdowns. Browns outlasted Tennessee 41-35 to yesterday. Cleveland managed to hold Derek Henry. I alluded to that before. 60 yards on the ground, which was a blessing and a curse because I also faced off against Derrick Henry in my standard league, so that did kind of help me. Uh, I think a lot had to do with the Titans playing from behind, so Derrick Henry couldn't necessarily run the ball. Uh, Tannehill and crew did make it interesting, but they just could not quite finalize the comeback. And I think this game once again demonstrated the baffling nature of this Tennessee Titans team. Because one week they look like world beaters and the next they look like a fringe playoff team. And that's kind of what they are right now. A fringe playoff team. They still have a playoff shot because they do have a winning record. But with that win from the Colts yesterday, it's once again the AFC South is is kind of muddled up at the top. Point number five. This is near and dear to Rich's heart. The beasts of the least. The Giants. The Giants. Led by Colt McCoy kind of uh, beat the Seahawks in Seattle yesterday because in reality it was actually the Giants defense and their running game. And and can I say Saquon who can we say that can, can Saquon be cut now? Can we just get rid of his, his salary on the Giants and just go with Wayne Gallman at this point? Because the Giants, they, they beat Seattle 17 to 12 yesterday. Uh, the win improved the Giants to five and seven on the year, puts them in firm control of the NFC East title. Seattle's loss uh, dropped them back into, I guess, kind of a tie. The Rams have the tiebreaker in the NFC West because the Rams were able to bounce back this week, get a big win over the Cardinals. Cardinals now on the outside looking into the playoffs as the Vikings. They they barely beat the Jaguars yesterday to improve to 6-6 six and six on the year. There's so many teams bunched together right now in the NFC that I can't make heads or tails of who who's going to make the playoffs. In fact, Looking at the seventh seed in the MC right now is an exercise in advanced algorithms. Rich, maybe your Excel can calculate this because the only way I can sum it up is it's a fucking mess. Point number six, the post-coach bump strikes again. Lions got their post-coach bump win as interim head coach. Daryl Bevel just let Matt Stafford go crazy in the Lions comeback win over the Bears. Stafford threw for 402 yards, three touchdowns. Even old man Peterson got in on the fun. Two touchdowns helped Detroit secure the 34-30 to win. Bears have now lost six in a row. And I can almost vision. If, 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 if Panthers listen to the show, I can almost envision his shit-eating grin right now about the Bears' season win total. Just fading away week by week. I could see it. See it on his fucking face right now. Bears did actually get a pretty good performance by Mitchell Trubisky. Probably one of the reasons why Rich made some money in DFS this week. David Montgomery had a great game, possibly ran for more yards this week than the entire team has done cumulatively all season. But it just wasn't good enough to overcome the post-coach bump. Extra point here. Let's talk about this one. This this is one I wanted to close with because I think this is the the biggest topic of conversation here. We'll ask the question, ineptitude or tanking? With the Jets, I would say anything is possible when it comes to losing. For example, if you told me the Jets were beating a team with 40 seconds left in the game and found a way to lose, I wouldn't be shocked at all. But yesterday's loss doesn't seem like the typical Jets awfulness. It's not, it's not just that the Jets lost. It's how they lost, right? Five seconds left in the game. Raiders only shot to win the game as a Hail Mary. 
dating back 15 years, 15 years, no team in the NFL in the same situation, and that is 252 plays. No team had rushed more than six guys in a Hail Mary situation. Now, the thought has always been to send your guys back to the secondary, ensure each receiver has at least two guys covering them. And it doesn't always work. We saw DeAndre Hopkins pull down a Hail Mary what, about a month ago. But it does reduce the chance of a TD catch significantly. So the question is, why did Greg Williams and the Jets go for an all-out blitz, leave man-to-man coverage in the secondary? It's quite possible that Williams w- wanted to try something crazy here because he's an aggressive dude. He, does, he takes risks. He figured no team would expect an all-out blitz in that situation. But if, if you believe in Occam's razor, like I do, the answer is simple. Jets management just wants this team to lose. Greg was the good soldier. He found a way to do it. And I, I truly believe the Jets will win a game this season only if Jackson will, uh, Jacksonville wins another one. And I think Jacksonville only wins another one once the Bengals win another one. So be prepared for some more questionable losses for the Jets from here on out. That is Max's touchdown. What do you think, Rich? Did the Jets lose it on purpose? Yeah, I think they probably lost it on purpose. The, uh, they had that game. They should have won that game. And, you know, that was the kiss of death game for sure for us. But we should have all listened to Stacking Funds, who had put up a nice little historical thing for the Jets there and the Raiders and how awful the Raiders have been in New York. They were still awful in New York and somehow managed to win. So I, I think – Max is right. As, as long as Jacksonville's stuck on one, the Jets are going to be stuck on zero. Yeah, yeah. I think that's like this Jets game is like a it's a it's a Rorschach. If you hate Greg Williams and thinks he, think he's a moron, you think he did it thinking he was going to win the game. And if you think the Jets are tanking, <laughs> that you think he did it on purpose to lose the game. It's really interesting because that's the responses you see out there. I, I tend to think, yeah, it was probably uh, probably a hope and a prayer that the Jets lost the game. And I feel bad for Trevor watching that game going, yes, yes, no, no. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to try this. If it works, I look like a genius. And if it doesn't, then, you know, what the hell? We're better off for it anyway. Yeah, maybe so. Maybe so. Maybe that. Rich, what about you? What are your takeaways from this? Well, my takeaways are Mitch, unfortunately, will still be Mitch fumbling the game away at the end. (laughs) Nice game up until that point. I don't know what they're doing in Minnesota that they, they, they struggle against everybody, but lately have been figuring out ways to win. Now that's a positive. New Orleans, their defense is, uh, I think, the key to their team. Drew might be back next week, they're saying. so. Guess who's back? Back again. My bookie's back. Tell a friend. That's right, DJ's Proud to say that we're once again being brought to you by my bookie. But just because they weren't paying us doesn't mean we haven't been giving them some love. I still use my bookie to this date, and you should too. Why? Because March is about to get crazy. Insane. Maybe even a little mad. If you're still on the hunt for a sportsbook to call home, bet the nonstop action of March Madness with my bookie. Enter bracket contests for a chance to take home prizes of up to 25,000 big ones, or pick from a huge selection of straight bets, props, and odds boosts. Whatever your style, MyBookie makes it easy to play your way and get paid. Sign up now. Take advantage of their generous welcome offer to score a massive first deposit bonus up to $1,000. All you have to do is use the promo code DEGENS, that's D-E-G-E-N-S, 
But the fun doesn't stop there. Get up-to-the-minute odds, free bets, and expert predictions to help you decide who to put your money on. The best part about my bookie, you can bet on anything, anytime, anywhere. Use the promo code DGENS to secure your limited-time welcome bonus today. I think you can see that offense start to pick up. Michael Thomas is smiling as much as he didn't like Drew over the over the summer. He's probably <laughs> looking forward to coming back now. Um, Cincinnati and Miami. Miami is just their defense, their offense under Tua. Uh, I think I would want to play them in the playoffs for sure. Deshaun Watson, dude, come on, man. Fumbling with two seconds left in the game. I mean, uh, a two-yard line with – at the end of the game with a chance to put the game over for me and your team, another win coaches. Sometimes they just baffle me with what they're doing. First and goal at the six, the first play four yard run. So we're going to try something stupid on the next play and fumble the game away. I look at the Cleveland game, you know, you mentioned Baker Mayfield for MVP, but he is the only quarterback in the league to throw four touchdowns in the, in one half, not once, but twice. So maybe he should get the MVP. The Rams always beat Arizona, and they beat Arizona again yesterday. I think Kingsbury is another one of those coaches that's just too smart by half. He makes some dumb mistakes. And if it weren't for that, um, you know, Hail Mary to DeAndre Hopkins that you spoke about a little bit earlier, they would be out of the playoffs already. We wouldn't need Magic XL to figure out who gets into the playoffs there. And and the Giants, you know, they're you know, they're you know they're doing what I always talk about. They're 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 developing an identity, which I think is what you want heading into the playoffs. Uh, they're learning how to run the ball, which is a positive thing, and they're relying on their defense. They're playing to their strengths, and you know that's the sort of team that even if they finish five or six, seven wins and win that East, you might not want to play them in the playoffs. And right now it's Seattle. Like if, if you look at it right yeah, now, yeah. the Giants would be hosting Seattle in that first round. Oh. And do you think they want to see more of that? No, I don't think no, so. No, not at all. I don't think Russell Wilson wants to deal with that at all. No. Mm-mm. The hoodie, you can't bury the hoodie. Maybe we should send him an absolute degeneracy sweatshirt with the, uh, with the sleeves cut off. He might like that. and be good for us, too. The good teams find a way to win, like I said, and the bad teams find a way to lose. The Chargers found a way to lose in the first quarter. That one was easy. And then, you know, Carson Wentz said that his feelings were hurt when they drafted Leonard and it ruined his confidence. Well, now it's going to ruin his career. So he's going to end up being maybe going to swap Dak and and Carson next year. And uh, maybe uh, Ben Roethlisberger, if they come out and win today, looks a little bit better for the MVP with the kind of slow game that they had in Kansas City yesterday. So those are those are my thoughts about yesterday. Very good. I I joked that that uh, that Mahomes was only going to throw for 300 yards yesterday. (laughs) 302. Oh, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Good stuff. Uh, Max, let's just uh, let's kick it over to commercial. <laughs> All right. Yeah. We got two games to talk about today, two games to bet on. And if you want to bet on them, head over to my bookie because with the Christmas holidays right around the corner of my bookie, we know they've been in the giving mood. We saw that over on the, on the website. Uh, so, someone bet on the presidential election and got a refund. And and some credit, amazing. This is this is the type of giving mood my bookie has been in. A two hundred and fifty dollars risk free bet on Thanksgiving. They boosted odds on bets every hour of Black Friday. They continue to give away freebies on Cyber Monday, and they still got more to give away. Because for a sports book that is supposed to be in the business of making money, they give it away. It's just one of the reasons why I've been rolling with my bookie this season. The fact is, if you're going to bet on today's nfl games or any nfl games you're going to do it at my bookie because you deserve to bet with the best make your deposit using the promo code absolute dgen 
They will match you halfway to give you a head start on building your bankroll. So if you put in 200, they'll give you an extra hundred dollars to play with. That's that simple. Treat yourself to some extra cash in your boxes this holiday season. Support degeneracy at the same time. Absolute Degen is the promo code. It is not just winter season. It is winning season. So bet, win, and get paid with my booking. Now let's talk about these two. Yes, two Monday Night Football games. All right. Well, first off, we're going to go with the night game. Buffalo, San Francisco. Bills opened up minus two and a half. And now it's flip-flopped. Got San Francisco minus one at most books. And my bookie's got this as a pick Max. I, I wasn't kidding when I said if you look at the seventh seed right now, in the NFC, it is wide open. And one of the teams that are still in there are the 49ers. Their defense, they're trending up. Richard Sherman returned last week. This could be a tough week for Josh Allen. Niners rush defense has been solid. And I think the Bills, they, they're going to struggle offensively today. For the Niners, you look at their offense, they're getting healthier. I know they still have Nick Mullins at quarterback. But you got Raheem Mostert. Tevin Coleman, Debo Samuel, Brandon Ayuk, all healthy, good to go. Going to give Mullins as many options, probably the most options he's had since he's taken over for the injured Jimmy G. And the Bills' defense, they've been beaten many times this season. But much like San Francisco, they are getting healthier. Uh, I think their rush defense in particular needs to be healthy, needs to be good. And if they're going to you know, have any chance of winning this game, they got to step up to stop Mostert this week. And I do. I do expect the Bills to have what it takes to get this much-needed road win. I just can't confidently bet them to win this. And I even getting a point, I'm not sure. Because you, you look at San Francisco, they've been one of the unluckier teams in the NFL this year. Now they're getting their players back. They're getting healthy. They're getting a rhythm. I just don't know what to think of the 49ers after they just beat the Rams last week. This, if that's the team that is going to play from here on out, ah, oh man, you, you got to worry about them down the stretch. So, again, I do think the Bills eke out a win today, and I will lean them, but I can't confidently bet them. In fact, I mean, if, if Rich takes San Francisco right here, pff, I, I can't blame him. This line is jumping around every which way. Before the show started, I had mentioned the Arch. I was looking at the account, and – Buffalo was minus one. And then in the course of the conversation, it moved to pick and then to Buffalo plus one. And I went ahead and put my bet in when Buffalo moved to plus one. Now I'm looking again and they're back to minus one. So this line is jumping all around. So if you want to play Buffalo, maybe a little bit of patience will work out to your advantage and you'll get a point. I think the San Francisco offense and I know the Buffalo defense, that's kind of the matchup I think that's going to determine the game. The Buffalo defense against the San Francisco offense. And it does look to me like the San Francisco offense is capped somewhere around 20 to 24 points. If Buffalo's defense can keep them to, say, 17 to 20, I think Buffalo wins the game pretty easily. If the 49ers can get to 24 or more, it's going to be a real tight game for either side. So I mentioned it. I already told you what I did. Buffalo, when I'm getting plus one, I bet them. At a pick or anything else, I will just lean them. Yeah, right now you still can't get plus one. It's plus one minus one hundred seven. So yeah, expected to sh- shift back to a pick them maybe. Uh, I'm I'm gonna go with you, Rich. I'm gonna grab the point. I'm gonna take Buffalo plus one. I'm gonna bet that. How um, how unsettled will San Francisco be? This is technically neutral site, right? It's in Arizona. 
uh, that's a big question is how it's going to take San Francisco a little bit to settle into a rhythm before this feels like home. Hopefully they're not feeling it. Uh, total, no, yeah, go ahead. Maybe Buffalo coming off the last time they played in Arizona. They, they may have a little bit of bad feeling about that place, too. Some PTSD, oh, yeah. yeah. I didn't <laughs> think about that. Shit. <laughs> 47, 47 and a half or 48, man. It's all on the board, Max, for totals. Yeah, this is a slight over for me. It's a it's a lean on the over. Uh, Bills 26, 49ers 23 for a score of 49. Uh it's a close one, man. Again, like this is, it's a it's a lean on the over. I don't feel confident at all. This this could easily go under uh, forty eight. I have the game uh, twenty six for Buffalo, twenty three for the the 49ers. That's forty nine points. Coincidentally, uh, so I'd slide over for me, not outside of my margin of error, but I'll lean the over here. Okay, Whew, I was worried. I'm gonna bet the over. I'm going to bet the over. I think it does. I'm cl- much closer to 50 than I am to, you know, that number. So, yeah, let's do it. Let's bet the over. And I was worried, Rich, if you were going to bet it, I might have to back off. Well, no, I think I, I should probably bet it. We were talking about that in the pre-show, how, you know, my leans <laughs> are do a little better most of the time than my actual play. So I should just start betting them all, and I, I would be better off for it. Demonstrably better. <laughs> All right. Uh, Pittsburgh's doubleheader. Washington comes to town. Uh, Pittsburgh minus, let's say, seven. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's really hard to determine what's going on right now with Pittsburgh, right? Their season's just been in flux because mostly because of the opposing team's COVID issues. Schedule's been crazy. Uh, played a Wednesday game last week. Now they have a Monday game this week. And we know they have one of the best coaches in the league, in the game, Uh but even this shit's got to be wearing on him, right? I mean, the, the, <laughs> I can't imagine. Like, he's just got to be shaking his fucking head. Like, what the hell am I to do here? Uh, yeah, no Watt- joke. Like, I mean, think about right. it. Baltimore rolls in with with just, you know, with, with a, a leper's colony. Uh-huh. And then they push, they make you sit and wait for six days to play a game. Uh-huh. Man, I mean, that is, that's fucked. And then you don't even get a full week off. No, you don't. <laughs> you don't even get the Tuesday game. Mm-mm. Think about that. Baltimore like, does. Baltimore gets a Tuesday game. Yeah, right. Talk about some shit. I mean, and Washington, on the other hand, you know when they last played? Mm-mm. Thanksgiving, when oh. they beat the Cowboys. So they've actually had extra time off. You, you're looking at Washington. They're getting some steady play from Alex Smith. They're getting a good rushing attack from Antonio Gibson. Them Very aggressive defense. Giants might be in control of the East right now, but Washington isn't out of it just yet either. A shocking win over the Steelers... And to end their perfect season would ensure that Washington keeps up with the Giants this week. But I guess the question is, can that really happen? And I'd say the answer is possibly. Washington's offense isn't stellar, but they can run the ball. And if there's one thing the Steelers does have a little bit of a gap in their solid defense is against rushing. They give up 4.4 yards per carry. That's that's enough for you know Antonio Gibson to have a big day. I do worry about Alex Smith's mentality, most of all, with that Steelers defense. They're just the best in league in getting to the quarterback. They've got 41 sacks. Uh, Watt, uh, TJ Watt's got to be in the conversation for defensive player of the year. Uh, you know, of course, Aaron Donald had another good game yesterday. But, you know, TJ Watts, he gets to the quarterback. And I think a couple of big hits on Smith might trigger him, right, where he starts you know, going out of game manager mode and more into panic mode. And, and and that could be the key to the Steelers' win this week. Uh, you got two solid defenses. You'd expect this to be a grind of a game. 
Yet, I think some points are going to be scored here, possibly because of some turnovers. You might see Ben even throw a pick six here. I do think Pittsburgh should come out with the win today. I do have them covering this one, but so much uncertainty, so much crap going on with the Steelers. I I, I don't feel bad for them because I hate them, but you know, <laughs> I kind of I feel bad for them. So I, I'll lean the Steelers here, but I can't confidently bet them to cover a touchdown. When I look at this game, the the thing I'm seeing is two really good defenses, and you have middle of the road offenses for the offense for the Steelers and a bottom of the barrel offense for Washington. And then when Alex Smith first started, it had that really feel good, and there was a definite jump when he played and he took over against the Giants, and then they played really well against Detroit. We just mentioned so did Mitch Trubisky, so you kind of throw that one out. And since then, they played Cincinnati, which is a eh, okay defense. And they played the Cowboys, which is by magnitude's bad defense for sure. But in those two games, despite blowing out the Cowboys, their offense looks a little bit more like it did early on in the year where they had a total of 325 yards against Cincinnati. And despite killing the Cowboys and putting up 41 points, it's a bit deceptive there because they only had 338 yards total offense against two of the worst defenses in the league. Maybe not Cincinnati, but Cowboys for sure. Pittsburgh is not one in that category. I think they're going to be able to hold that Washington offense down in points. And they struggle to get over 20 in most games anyway. I think they'll struggle to get over 20 again. Ben and his stiff knee will find a way to score, and they'll cover this. I'm going to bet them. Uh, I'm going to bet the Steelers. Lay bet? The, I'm getting six and a half, so I'm, right, I'm going to lay six and a half. Man, I got to lean Washington here. I I can't bet this game. I've got the Pittsburgh either winning by an absolute route or really close. <laughs> and I, I, I don't know which one is more accurate. So I'm going to lean Washington and hope it's a little bit closer than that. Because, you know, I mean, like Sex Panther says, Alex Smith got so much better when he got away from Andy Reid. <laughs> I'll never forget that, that Andy Reid was holding Alex Smith back. The worst take anyone's ever had in, in the history of the world. I can't uh, find the audio on that. Like, Jesus, you know, that was a long uh, time that, ago. That, that is, that, that is, that's brutal. Oh, yeah. man. Um, 47 is your total in this one. No, let's, no, actually, 47 and a half now. We talked too long. Damn. <laughs> I'm still going to lean the over. I, I keep oh, talking really? about the defenses here, yeah. but I, I do think the Steelers win this one 30 to 20. Uh, for a total of 50. So again, uh, I do I do anticipate some turnovers here. Uh, fumbles and, and interceptions is going to skew some field positioning and, and possibly some points scored by defenses as well. So it's not just the offenses, not just defenses stopping offenses, it's the defensive scoring as well. And I think each team could possibly get a defensive score here. So yeah, I'll, I'll lean the over. Yeah, I think this game is going to look like the 1970s game. Run, 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 defense, defense, defense. And we're going to get a 1970s score. Pittsburgh 24, Washington 14, 38. It's an under. I'm not going to bet it. I'm just going to lean the under. Oh, man. Okay. I was waiting for you to bet it, and then I was going to bet the over. Because my sheet says go under, but my uh, qualitative says if Rich bets in a total, I should be on the opposite side. So, um, shit. I guess I'll lean the under, too. I no real confidence in this one all right so all the nfl games today we recapped yesterday but max i think that's probably it that's it man we went 
over 30 minutes without Panther. Imagine if he was here. I would have had to shut up some. Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> Nobody wants that. No one wants that. So that is it. Support Degeneracy. Buying our t-shirts, buying our hats, buying our coffee mugs, buy Christmas Degeneracy. Head over to AbsoluteDegeneracy.com. Buy the Riches Moneyline Mafia shirt. Be like Panther and, and everyone that's uh, getting laid with the Riches uh, Moneyline uh, gear. You can do that at the DGEN shop. Make sure to download the DGENs app for Android, iOS. Let us know what you think about our picks, your picks, anyone's picks. Listen to us on that app or on Citrus, Spotify, Apple Pod, Amazon Podcast, Google Pod, Podcast Addict, TuneIn, Podtail, and iHeartRadio. No matter where you listen to that, please, highest rate and comment, subscribe. Download and listen to every single episode. Hear, hear hot takes by, by Panther about uh, Alex Smith's career. Rich, you get the double task. Final words and take us home. Yes, make sure you go on Twitter and Instagram and, you know, for your buddies who are having a hard time just getting some, just let them know. Hey, I heard at Absolute Degeneracy, I've seen it with firsthand, Rich's horse racing picks and now Rich's gear get you a lot of action. So if you're looking for that for the holiday season, there you go. There's your answer. And make sure you also tell them about us on Twitter and Facebook and Instagram and however it is you communicate and let them know that they got to come to Absolute Degeneracy. They got to register because Rich is going to have another Uh, football pick today and my football picks if they've done anything have helped you make some money fools information on this podcast may not be construed to offer any kind of investment advice or recommendations under no circumstances will the owner operators of this podcast be held responsible for damages related to its contents I think we'll have time to dive into it another time. Yeah, no, mostly I just want to see, from a quick glance at it, Packers fans are whining for no reason because it looks like Mahomes does draw more teams offsides than Aaron. Probably. (laughs) That's what it looks like. Packers fans are whining again. Well, I think, Mm -hmm. too, with Aaron Rodgers, he would do that shit on purpose, too. Yeah. And then I think they would have a play set where they just took off and he threw it deep, right? Yeah. So that I think they want to shut that down so they don't essentially give up free points to the other team. Right. Right. But it's still, it looks like Mahomes' hard count's better than Rodgers. Sorry, people of Wisconsin. Maybe I'll put this as the stinger. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> sorry, sorry, people of Wisconsin. Acronym, We're always saying sorry. 